So I don't know about your circle of friends and relatives, but uh, in mine, one of the things that often comes up in conversation is new things we've discovered and that we like. What good shows have you watched? Have you been to any new restaurants? Hey, I've been reading this book by so-and-so, and I think it's his best one yet. I really, really liked it, so you should read it. You should watch it. You should try it. We seem to want to share with others when we've found something good, right? That's just a natural part of who we are. Well, today we're beginning a sermon series based on the book, The Gospel According to Dr. Seuss by James W. Kemp. And one of the skills I wish we could all develop is the ability to see the good, the holy, the godlike in the midst of the ordinary, the mundane, the profane. Jesus was masterful at it. And so was this talented children's author, Theodore Seuss Gazelle, or as we've come to know him, Dr. Seuss. Seuss enjoyed a very successful advertising campaign for a bug spray called Flit. And as a result, he became quite a wealthy man. So you see, it was not his hunger for money that drove him to begin writing children's books to begin with. Instead, it was his disappointment in the children's literature of the day. He believed that books should do more to meet children's basic needs. A need for security, a need to belong, a need to love and be loved, a need to achieve, a need to know, a need for aesthetic satisfaction, and a need for change. He counseled aspiring children's book authors to answer at least one of those needs in their books, especially, he said, that need to love and be loved. And so his much-loved, extremely popular books were born. And the number one bestseller of all time is the one we look at today, Green Eggs and Ham. Now, most of you know this book. Colin read a good portion of it for us. You can, you can probably recite passages of it because you either read it yourself as a child or you've read it repeatedly to your children or your grandchildren. I am Sam. I am Sam. Sam I am that Sam I am. That Sam I am, I do not like that Sam I am. Do you like green eggs and ham? There's an interesting thing called a book a minute. And its version of this book goes like this. Some creature... I won't eat green eggs and ham anywhere, anytime, under any circumstances. Sam, I am. Here, try it. Some creature. Young. The end. <laughs> I should have gave Colin that version for the children's time. <laughs> Our scripture this morning is from John's Gospel, chapter 1. I'll be reading verses 43 through 52 from the Common English Bible. The next day, Jesus wanted to go into Galilee, and he found Philip. Jesus said to him, follow me. Philip was from Bethsaida, the hometown of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we have found the one Moses wrote about in the law and the prophets, Jesus, Joseph's son from Nazareth. Nathanael responded, can anything from Nazareth be good? Philip said, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said to him, Here is a genuine Israelite in whom there is no deceit. Nathanael asked him, 
How do you know me? Jesus answered, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael replied, Rabbi, you are God's son. You are the king of Israel. Jesus answered, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than these. I assure you that you will see heaven open and God's angels going up to heaven and down to earth on the Son of Man. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So in this passage of scripture, Philip is excited. He's excited to let his friend Nathaniel know that he has found the one that he believes to be the Messiah, the Savior, that Israel has been waiting for all these many, many years. But instead of being excited, Nathaniel seems to be what? Skeptical. He asks the steaming question, can anything from Nazareth be good? And Philip replies, come and see. Nathaniel seems to be a little easier to convince than whoever it is that Sam is talking to in Dr. Seuss's story. He goes with Philip and he meets Jesus. And he immediately declares Jesus to be the very Son of God, the Messiah. And he follows ultimately dying a martyr's death upside down on a cross. Philip issues an invitation. And Nathaniel's life is changed. Sam, on the other hand, has a harder time. We don't even know who he's talking with. Could it be us? Maybe the reader, the audience? Sam is trying to persuade us, compel us, badger us to try something we just know we're going to dislike. No, we say, even before we try it. We resist. We make a fuss. We give all sorts of reasons why we don't want to. It's just weird. We've never done it that way before. We've always had pulled pork. No one else is doing it that way. We'll be a laughingstock. What would my friends think? The truth is... We don't like change, and we don't like moving beyond our comfort zones. But in Dr. Seuss's book, Sam persists. Would you eat them on a boat with a goat, in the rain, in a tree, in a box with a fox, in a house with a mouse? No, just no. How could green eggs and ham be any good? You do not like them, so you say. Try them, try them, and you may. Try them, and you may, I say. Or as Alka-Seltzer once told us, try it, and you'll like it. What have you got to lose? How can you dislike something you don't know, someone you don't know? Sam, if you let me be, I will try them, you will see. Say, I like green eggs and ham. I do, I like them. Sam, I am. You know, there are probably many lessons for us here in this fun little story from Dr. Seuss. We need to be open to trying new things. We need to listen to the one who is calling us, beckoning us to something better, something finer. We need to be persistent in helping others to experience good things. We are to be like Philip, inviting others to come meet. Christ. And we are to be Sam, persistent in encouraging those who don't yet know to move beyond what they think they know to see that there is something more. As Christians, as followers of the Christ, we are to keep 
issuing the invitation to others to try Jesus. Come and see. Come and see. Would you eat them in the dark? Would you eat them in the rain? Like Sam, we can be persistent and cheerful even when the other repeatedly declines the offer we make. Sam is joyfully tenacious in staying in relationship, offering, inviting, entreating. He is creative and imaginative. He knows the other would like this, love this, benefit greatly from this. He cares about the other, and so he wants only good for them. He is an ambassador of green eggs and ham. We, we are ambassadors for Christ. Unfortunately, Dean Gupta writes, if Sam had been your typical Christian from your typical church, then when his friend said, I do not like them, Sam, I am, I do not like green eggs and ham, then Sam would probably have said, okay, no problem, I'll leave it at that. And that would have been the end of the story. Sam would have happily gone on his way and his friend would never have had to experience or would never have experienced the joy of eating green eggs and ham. But Sam, Sam wasn't content to take no for an answer. We are to be persistent in offering God's love to others. Even when they turn away, even when they decline our acts of forgiveness and grace, even when we offer them Jesus and they say no. Some will respond immediately to the suggestion, come and see. But others, others will refuse. That doesn't mean we quit trying to be representatives of Christ, sharing the great good news, the offer of wholeness and salvation. We are to invite them to church. We're to talk about this Jesus we know. We are to explain our faith, especially when someone shows an interest. We are to justify our actions or our inactions by explaining how God's teachings helped us come to that particular decision. I know, for most of us, that's way beyond our comfort zones just as eating green eggs and ham would be. But who knows what might happen. Perhaps if we persist like Sam, a life will be changed. Come and see. Be Sam and keep offering them the Christ. Thanks be to God. Amen.